Namaste from Nepal. This is episode 20. Over half of the shows so far have been here in Nepal, so it's crazy how fast time has flown by here and how much I've done. This week, uh, I'm doing something a little different. Usually I write the blog article about the episode. This time, I did the blog article first, and I'm going to talk about it in the show. So the topic for today is how I stay fit while traveling. This isn't a show I was going to do until later in the year, but I decided it was timely because not only is this relevant for people traveling, which there's not a lot of right now, but it's it's an evergreen show because you'll be able to look back at this anytime and hopefully get some ideas out of here and some inspiration that will that you can use whenever you're traveling. Yeah, not only is it relevant for traveling, it's relevant for people that are in lockdown right now because gyms, nearly almost all businesses around the world are closed. Some business or some countries in Europe have began opening up and restaurants are open, bars are open. Things are starting to open up, but gyms are one of the last places to remain closed. And there's a good reason for that. It's one of the places that the virus can spread easiest. You got a lot of people, they're sweating, they're breathing hard, they're touching the same surfaces. It's an environment for the virus to spread quite rapidly and quite easily. So if you're in lockdown and you've been missing your gym, this episode's for you because I'm going to be mostly talking about body weight exercises, aka calisthenics. You don't need equipment for it. You don't need a gym. All you need is a small amount of space and that's it. And these are exercises that probably everyone is familiar with. We're talking about the push-up, the pull-up, the squat, the sit-up, the burpee. I'm going to tell you my particular relationship with the burpee in a little bit. Yeah, so this stuff is easy. You don't need equipment. You don't need to spend any money. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to be near anybody that's infected with coronavirus, (laughs) if that's your fear. Let's get started. So I'm going to tell you a little story about the one exercise that I've been doing on the road. About six months ago, I turned 28 years old. I was in my final week as an active duty Marine, and I was just a couple days away from picking up my paperwork that was gonna honorably discharge me from the military. And I knew I was about to be traveling for as long as I could, possibly years, hopefully years. So I wanted something that I could implement as a daily habit that I could do every single day while I'm on the road. So that means it couldn't require equipment. I didn't want it to take too long because I I know sometimes I can get busy while I'm traveling. So I needed something fast that I could do low reps of that was hard to burn calories and, you know, hopefully build a little muscle too. So something effective, low reps, can do it anywhere, no barrier to entry. So that really left only one exercise, the burpee. It's hard, it sucks. It's the worst. If you're not familiar with the burpee, essentially you start in a standing position, you drop down to the floor to a push-up position, you do a full push-up, and then you you jump back onto your feet, and then you jump. And you could clap your hands at the top or just raise your arms above your head, but essentially that's one burpee. Doesn't sound hard, sounds like a push-up, a squat, and a jump, but it really adds up quickly and it gets your heart rate going after just a few. I struggle to do more than 30 at a time. Like it's a, it's a challenging exercise and that's why I picked it. What I decided to do is 28 every single day, one rep for every year I've been alive. 
And so about six months into this, I've done 5,000, what's the exact number? 5,110 reps so far. By my 29th birthday, I'll have done 10,220 burpees. I haven't, I haven't hit every day. I miss days. Some days I'm busy. Some days I'm traveling. Like I'm in the airport all day or I just, I just don't have the opportunity to do it. The airport's not an excuse. Of course you can do it there. Yeah, I miss days and it's not a big deal because what I do is I keep track of a day, a completed day on an app. I have this, it's called Habit Loop Tracker and I'll put a link to it on the blog article. And as soon as I complete my 28 burpees for the day, I mark it complete. And if I miss a day, then I go back the next day that I'm able to get to it and I make up for it. So I've missed up to three days and that was a mistake I won't do again because I had to do 112 burpees to make up for the missed days. So yeah, you learn real quick that you don't wanna miss days. And for the last two months, the entire time I've been in Nepal, I haven't missed a single day. And along with that, I have supplemented a little bit with squats, pull-ups, push-ups. The pull-ups are a little harder because you actually need a bar to do it. And sometimes that's hard to come by. Here in Nepal, there's a particular staircase that I've found where I can, I can use it to do pull-ups. So yeah, you could find a tree branch or a pipe or something like something that can hold your weight and you can do pull-ups on. So all this stuff you can do anywhere in the world, small rooms, don't need equipment, don't have to pay anything. It's perfect for traveling, perfect for being in lockdown, perfect for quarantine. And here's the thing about doing just one exercise for like, you know, we're talking three minutes a day is I'm not going to become, I'm not going to get bulky. I'm not going to become Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not going to even really progress on my fitness goals. All it does is it allows me to maintain a baseline level of fitness. If I can do 28 burpees, I know I can do pretty much anything that everyday life can throw at me. And on top of that, I'm just a guy who likes to eat tacos when I'm in Mexico, who eats a lot of curries and momos here in Nepal. And so, yeah, I mean, I haven't gained any weight on the road, I don't think. I haven't had access to a scale, but yeah, I mean, it just, it's something easy that allows me to maintain a small level of fitness. One little tangent I wanna add to that is traveling inherently burns a lot more calories. And what I mean by that is I've walked as many as 20 miles or like 22, 23 miles in a day, just simply walking around a city. Like I don't even realize it, but by the end of the day, I'll look at my phone, the step counter, and it'll say I've done 15, 18, 20 miles. And it happens without me even realizing it. You know, you're going from a temple to a restaurant, to a subway stop, to just walking through the airport is like two or three miles. So it really adds up quickly. And so that also helps. Just having an active lifestyle, which traveling inherently is. You know, I'm not getting in a car every day and commuting to work. Um, even in lockdown, I'm walking like three or four miles a day, just simply going shopping, going to the co-working spot, stuff like that. So yeah, uh, it really adds up quickly. Just having an active lifestyle is a really important thing. So also on the article, I wrote 10 reasons why I like bodyweight exercises, why I think it's the best form of exercise. And I won't go into the details of what I wrote, but I'll, I'll list them here. So 10, 10 things I love about bodyweight exercise. It's free, it's simple, it's safe, it's rewarding, it's mobile, it's effective, it gives you a natural aesthetic look, it's efficient, it's scalable, and it's functional. So my personal workout philosophy, if bodyweight exercise isn't for you, that's 
totally fine. It's not for everyone. They can be very, very difficult. But my, my workout philosophy is simple. Find a routine or an exercise that you do enjoy and then make it a habit because you have to enjoy it for it to be sustainable. I always see people, usually with the gym, like they, they set a weight, a goal, like I'm gonna squat 350 pounds and they, with maybe little or no gym experience and they just hope that sheer discipline is gonna get them through it. But that's not enough, you have to enjoy it. So maybe it has to be a hobby as well as a habit. So maybe for you it's dancing, maybe it's cycling, maybe it's mountain climbing, whatever it is, just make that your habit. Maybe it's, maybe it's walking, it doesn't have to be strength intensive. Um, something that allows you to stay fit on the road, that's, that's what's important. So, and even if you are a weightlifter, even if weightlifting is your thing, it's possible to travel with, you can, you can pick Airbnbs that are close to gyms or you can pick Airbnbs that have gyms or hotels that have gyms. So whatever your form of exercise, just make sure that it's enjoyable for you. Otherwise, you won't be able to sustain it. And that goes for everything, like diets. If you're trying to just force a diet through sheer, sheer discipline, you're gonna fail every single time. That's why I've never really tried to have a particular diet. And that's also why working out is so important to me because I don't eat very well <laughs> most of the time. So um, yeah, it's, it's a very important thing to have something that burns calories and then you can just live your life and not worry about your diet so much. All right, this next part's a little addition. I'm recording this after I already finished the show, so I'm editing this into it because it hit me, something that I read a number of years ago and it's relevant to what I just talked about, the philosophy piece. So this is something I read in Great by Choice by Jim Collins a number of years ago, and it's called the 20 mile march. And what this idea is, is it's a metaphor. So if you're gonna walk across the United States, you could just take off and maybe you leave on a really nice day. So you walk 50 miles, but then the next day it rains. So you, you decide to take the day off. And then the next day it's really nice again. And you walk hundred miles. The next day you got a lot of hills. So you only walk 10 miles. If you keep doing this, you're going to take so many days off, or you might even just eventually get so, you might just reach the point where there's so many rainy days in a row that you just give up. The idea of the 20 mile march is that you're gonna do 20 miles every single day, no matter what. If it's rainy, if it's cold, even if it's a great day, you're just gonna do 20 miles. And it's gotta be a amount that is slightly challenging, but not challenging enough that you're not gonna start on a bad day. So anyways, that's kind of uh, what burpees are for me is a 20 mile march. It's just something I can do every day that is slightly challenging and it gives me enough to uh, make a little bit of progress. And so I, I encourage you to find your 20 mile march and also to read the book, Great by Choice by Jim Collins. I'll see if I can link to it in the show notes. I know for me personally, I'm not a very disciplined person, but I do try to, whatever I commit to, I try to do it no matter what. So whether it's this podcast, doing 52 episodes one a week or my daily burpees or uh, you know certain other projects that I'm working on, I, if I say I'm gonna do it, then I try to cultivate that in myself, that I just do it, follow through, no matter what happens. And to me, setting these big, audacious goals is just a recipe for disaster. You have to set these small, daily, incremental things that you're gonna work on, and, uh, and then it's easy. You gotta have systems over goals, and the 20 mile march is a system. So if you're intrigued by this bodyweight stuff, I have a couple resources for you. 
The first one is my favorite fitness book that I would recommend to anyone who's trying to get started with a simple exercise routine. And that is a book called You Are Your Own Gym by Mark Lauren. It's a lot of stuff that I talked about here, like a lot of the benefits of uh, bodyweight exercises and then some practical stuff. So he goes through, there's like hundreds of pictures of a push-up and then a more advanced version of a push-up, like a clapping push-up or an inverted push-up and then easier versions of a push-up, like an elevated push-up. And so you can scale these things. Like you can start off with a squat or a, uh, and then work up to a pistol squat, which is a one-legged squat. And so it's really, it's really cool. You really um, can progress. Or if you're starting at nothing, maybe you've never done a push-up before, it'll get you to the point where you can do a push-up. And then in the back of the book, there's workout routines. So he recommends like based on your, your level of fitness, you can start at a beginner level all the way up to like an elite level. It's really satisfying to make progress. And I remember the first time I did a pistol squat, like it took me months to, to work up to that level or the first one-handed push-up I did or the first muscle up. So yeah, it's, um, it's a really cool way to make progress with your, your workouts. And I highly recommend it to anyone at any level. And there's still things I can't do, like a planche push-up. A planche push-up is using just your hands. Your legs are off the ground, so it's super core intensive, and I'm not even close to being able to do that. But yeah, the book will get you there. It's really, really a nice book. And then uh, the the app I mentioned is called Loops Habit Tracker. That's on Android. I don't know if there's an iOS version, but I'm sure there, it's it's not it's nothing special. Just type in Habit app and find one you like. There's a ton of them out there. They're really simple. Or you can just use a journal. Just write in a daily paper, just a check mark or whatever. If you set a goal, something you want to do every single day, whether it's a push-up or a squat or a burpee, just mark it off, mark it complete. And then um, I use this site called Kitco, where uh, this, is, this is a link on the blog article, by the way, so you can find it on there. My Kitco, which is the site that compiles different pieces of gear that you recommend. So I have on there... Uh, running shoes I like, which is the anything by Brooks. I have the Iron Gym pull-up bar, which is something that you can put over a door frame and do pull-ups inside your house, or a lacrosse ball, which you can use to roll out after a workout, things like that. So um, yeah, that's just a little something that you can check out there. Something I've been doing here in Nepal is yoga workouts on YouTube. Just simply go to YouTube on your laptop, type in yoga, and there are a ton of options. And I don't have a favorite instructor. I've bounced around from different channels. I found a lot of good ones. And there's you can just type in yoga, 20 minutes, yoga, 30 minutes, yoga, 90 minutes, and so on, and you'll find what you're looking for. Or yoga beginner, infinite amount of resources out there. Which leads me to another yoga resource, which is my own sister, Lisa. She has a channel, Instagram and Facebook, lisa.rose.yoga, and she's been doing live streaming of yoga I think once a week, and she's she's working on becoming a yoga instructor. So yeah, check out her resource as well, lisa.rose.yoga. So that's it for this week. Hope you found something useful. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon.